Embracing authenticity, nurturing your true self within your marriage. Episode 124. Welcome to the Awaken You podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Welcome, Awaken You listeners. How are you this week? We are coming up on a holiday week. I don't know. A lot of people I know take the week off next week here in the States. It will be July 4th, Independence Day, and a lot of fireworks. Anyway, I am over here navigating the 50-50 of life as I embrace my recovery and how my body feels as I ramp up my activity and my workout capacity with this knee recovery and also moving back into all of the things that, of course, we think are important in our day-to-day lives. My body has been so tired, you all. And it took a couple of rough days for me to really recognize what was going on and to back off so that I could heal. Our bodies are these miraculous creations. And through this somatic work that I have been doing, I am slowly moving into more naturally listening to my body when things seem to be going awry. But it is a process because we are so conditioned, especially here in the Western world, to try to figure out what is wrong with our minds, with our brains. And sometimes a brain, I am learning this. (laughs) I think I knew, but I'm learning this on such a deeper level that sometimes our brain really don't have our best interest in mind. Even though, I mean, they're not, it's not trying to trick you and hurt you. It really does think that it has your best interest in mind. But our brain, just like our nervous system, has been conditioned by our past. And so that is our work to question our brain, check in with our bodies and our nervous system, and to do the deliberate work of seeing and understanding our coping mechanisms, right? Questioning whether how we are actually acting is serving us or not, and then deciding what would be best for us. I see this so often with my clients where they have old thinking and they want to change it right now, but this takes time and they want to logically understand why they can't change. And this is why, well, okay, the real reason why I'm doing the somatic work was because I saw the need for myself. And this is always part of my journey with you because 
as I learn things for myself, of course, I want to share them with you and it helps me help you. It's so amazing. I love it all. So for me, it was really seeing my old familiar behavior of trying to power through, not listening to my body, thinking that my to-do list was more important. The hit of worthiness that my ego thinks comes from accomplishment, yet I do now know that accomplishment is worthless when it's at the expense of our health, right? It has nothing to do, what we accomplish has nothing to do with our worthiness, though many of us think so, right? Anyway, that's what you'll learn if you come work with me. Looking at my current state, dovetails so well with today's topic, which I'm going to lightly dig into, hoping that I will be able to help you see your actions, particularly in your marriage, through a new lens, through a lens that helps you see your conditioning versus your true authentic self. This is a topic that I could spend so much time on. But what I want to stay focused on here today is tying in what I talked about back in episode 119, where I talked about safety and creating the closeness you want and doing the work of shedding those shields, those masks, those costumes, and other behaviors that are so counterintuitive to our nature, yet They really feel second nature to us because it's what we do. It's what we've been doing. We're going to take a look at how we have learned these perceived ways of needing to be in order to get our needs met and how these behaviors become that software running in the background of our lives into our nervous system and sense of who we are and the ways we seek love. My hope is that from this episode, you will be able to more clearly see and understand with so much empathy ways you may be showing up in your marriage that aren't serving you and aren't serving your partner and the relationship that you share together. My hope is that you will see that the journey to an intimate relationship that you crave that you dream of comes through unraveling the layers that you have put between your authentic self and the world, and that as you do this work of building a more secure relationship with yourself, you are going to show up more authentically in your intimate relationship, honestly, in all of your relationships, and that is how you move closer to what you want in your marriage. This is the work that we do together in my coaching practice. We look closely at what is in the way of creating more of what you want and less of what you don't want, which is mostly a relationship with ourselves, right? Talk about that all the time. And the understanding of why we act the way we do and then deciding on purpose who we want to be, why we want to be that way, and then taking steps towards being that way, showing up that way. 
Today, I am going to mostly be pulling some delicious thoughts from Gabor Mahdi's The Myth of Normal. You all know I have been sharing so much from this book because I am in love, love, love with busting our society's myths of what is normal, especially everything Gabor has to say about addictive behaviors and their roots. As you know, addiction of all sorts has been in my past life, still struggling with some. It is a continual process. So I just love how he talks about addiction and how he treats people who have addictive behaviors of all sorts, right? This doesn't need to be a chemical addiction. There's so many other addictions. But before I go off on a tangent down that road, I will pull myself in and I will leave it at that. Let's dig in. Let's first talk about the tension between attachment or our drive for closeness and authenticity. You can go back to episode 92 where I talked about how your attachment style is affecting your marriage to discover more about attachment theory. But today, I want to emphasize how our earliest attachment operating system will override the systems and this is coming from the myth of normal, overriding those systems that grant us rationality, objective decision-making, or conscious will, which greatly helps us better understand why we act the way we do in our intimate relationship, as well as, like I said, those other areas of our life. Madi says that the need for attachment does not expire Once we're out of diapers, it continues to motivate us throughout our entire lifespan. It is the template for how we approach all of our significant relationships. Now, with this, we see how profoundly attachment affects us. And with that, let's look at authenticity so you can see the tension that arises between the two. Again, I'm going to pull some words from the myth of normal, but authenticity being the quality of being true to oneself and the capacity to shape one's own life from a deep knowledge of that self. Similar to attachment, it is a drive rooted in survival instincts. At its most concrete and pragmatic, it means simply this, knowing our gut feelings when they arise and honoring them. And then lastly, he states, to be authentic is to be true to a sense of self arising from one's own unique and genuine essence. I love that. To be plugged into this inner GPS and to navigate from it. Authenticity's only dictate is that we, not externally imposed expectations, be the true author of and authority of our own life. I would suggest you hit the back button a few times and listen to that on repeat. 
I did. I highlighted it. I read it over and over. It's so good. Madi talks about these two needs as not being a problem at all. But the problem lies in the fact that often our lives present a face-off between the two. He talks about what happens if our needs for attachment are imperiled by our authenticity, right? So if we can't connect with the person we want to connect to by being ourselves, it's going to imperil our authenticity, how we show up, our connection, and that is our connection to what we truly feel, What happens, he asks, so ask yourself this, when one non-negotiable need is pitted by circumstance against the other. Circumstances could be parental addiction, emotional neglect, mental illness, poverty. Now we're talking back as we are a child, right? So what happens when one of these non-negotiable needs is pitted by a circumstance against the other. And again, those circumstances are what I'm listening, family violence to continue, depression, societal stress, or something even less traumatic, like not being seen and accepted for who we are. Basically, when we as children perceive that parts of us are not acceptable for who we are, we will act against our true selves to secure that attachment. Because early in life, attachment is more essential than being authentic, right? We need the support of our caregiver. And so we will forego expressing our true feelings, our true self, in order to get our basic needs met. Madi says it this way, our real selves are leveraged bit by bit in a tragic transaction where we secure our physical or emotional survival by relinquishing who we are and how we feel. I hope this is connecting with you. And this is all done unconsciously, which means that when these behaviors no longer serve us, like when we become adults and we can take care of ourselves, we can't just will them away because we have no memory of them not being there. Madi again says that they are our new normal. They're wired into our autonomic nervous system. It becomes an automatic response mechanism that we have to consciously override, that we have to do the work of changing them. In the book, Madi shares this (laughs) very... I don't know. I love this example because it really hit me. It settled in at a more visceral level. When he shared this example, he was talking about winter in Texas and how people were adapting by wearing extra clothes, heating their homes. When the power was available, there had been like some sort of storm, I guess. Um, I don't remember what the exact problem was. It was just freezing weather that had hit the states. And, um, you know, they were wrapping themselves in warm blankets. All the things that they needed to do 
to survive the weather conditions that were actually happening. Now, these adaptations, he talks about how they were meant to be temporary, right? So if we compare this to the example that I just shared earlier, how we we create these adaptations for survival. So with the Texas example, if these adaptations of this the heat and the clothing and the extra blankets, if we don't shed those by the time summer hits in Texas, we're probably not going to make it very long. It's going, we're going to like sweat to death, shrivel up like a raisin, right? So it's kind of that, that internal adaptation that we make to our personalities in order to survive will adversely affect us as we age and become adults. And what happens is if we're not conscious about that, we don't change those adaptations. We keep doing those same things. Now, what all of this means when it comes to discovering your true authentic self and showing up that way in your marriage is that through the process of developing a secure and safe, trusting relationship with yourself, which I talked about back in that episode 119, you will start to unravel your adaptive behaviors. It's part of what you start to see. You start recognizing them and then you can have compassion for them. You can start to understand why you developed the pattern. If you go back to last week's episode about developing fondness with your partner, you will hear my story about my old adaptive pattern where I refused to remember any good stories about my relationship with Jeff. I mean, that was, go back and listen to that story. I was able, because of the work that I've done, I was able to see this from a distance, like, oh, this is interesting how this is happening. And then I was able to comfort myself and ended up having an amazing lesson and conversation with Jeff. Through the work we do here in Awaken You, that work of building a secure attachment with yourself, that work of learning how to trust yourself and have your own back, that work of questioning old limiting beliefs and turning them into empowering beliefs, the work of building self-confidence in who you are without ever letting anyone outside of you do anything that makes you feel rejected. All of this work helps you shed the layers of conforming to other people's expectations as a way to receive love and affection and acceptance so that you can embrace your true, authentic self. And then through this process, you start to feel safe opening up to your spouse and creating a genuine connection rather than one built on your need for them to always validate you. You get to start building a relationship where you differentiate yourselves from each other. You get to have your own selves in the relationship with each other. All of this work cleans up your relationship. It takes away the gunk 
that keeps you from having a true intimate connection instead of one based on them lifting you up. And instead, you get to do that all on your own. And then when they do, and they will, because the different way that you're showing up, you're showing up with more compassion and love. Then when they do, it's even more special. Are you ready to do the work of letting go of who you have become in order to survive so that you can discover who you truly are and the passionate participant in your relationship? And I say that with so much love because I know that as you peel off your buffering layers, those layers that you've put on to pad you from the hurt, your genuine passion is going to come through. I know because I have done this work and I will continue to do this work all the days that I will be blessed to be on this earth with you. It is the best. That's all I can say. Are you ready to tap into your intuitive self, the you who trusts herself and recognizes old protective behaviors and is willing to autocorrect so that you can live a life of love expressed through your actions? If so, you, I want to talk to you. I want to help you move out of the parking lot of life and begin walking your own path, the path that includes being brave enough to change your marriage without changing your partner because they'll do that all on their own. As you do this work, you are going to watch them grow and improve. If you want to become the love leader in your marriage, then book yourself a courageous love conversation today. And let's talk about what is getting in the way of you living your best life and a life where you are doing you in a big, passionate way, especially in the relationship with the one you're with. That's what I have for you this week, my loves. I am so excited to be here with you as we do this work together. I would love it so much if you would take a moment and review the podcast, share what you have taken away and how you are leading your marriage into a love revival. Ciao, my loves. Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You, my one-on-one coaching program where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life We study it and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website and together let's awaken you.